everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Friday, October 2nd, 2020. The one place today that's not talking about the president having COVID-19. Well, except for that one mention. So here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms, including one more movie going to PVOD, Jamie Foxx, Guy Ritchie, and Blake Griffin all making news, and, well, a bunch of other stuff, plus a look at your weekend entertainment options. And it's Friday, and it's October. So today, changing it up a bit, gonna tell you about a new fun thing to order from the New York City Brewers Guild. And over in the trailer house, Amazon's trailer for Borat. What is problem, officer? Got somebody that's strapped to the top of your car. He's in that passenger seat, boss. Only men and bears are allowed inside car. You can check that out on October 23rd on Amazon. And before we get started, happy 100th episode to me. It's amazing what happens when you do a daily podcast. Now, what'd you get me? A Patreon. Oh, thanks. Now over to Hollywood. Where yet one more theatrical movie is going straight to PVOD. As STX is taking their Gerard Butler protects his family from asteroids movie, Greenland, to the PVOD route sometime before the end of the year. That's according to Deadline. But HBO slash HBO Max, uh, not sure what logo was on the checks there, but they paid somewhere between 20 and 30 million bucks for the pay TV rights alone, which is a rather large check for a movie that they won't be premiering. But it sounds like their window will be much sooner than the usual pay TV timeline, since it'll hit HBO slash HBO Max in the first quarter. Greenland has already opened in 22 countries around the world, and more or less made back its money. And it'll also stream on Amazon in the UK and Australia. It looks like Jamie Foxx is returning to the Spider-Man franchise for the upcoming Spider-Man 3 movie, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Jamie's going to reprise his Electro character from the 2014 Andrew Garfield-led The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Tom Holland is, of course, returning to play Spider-Man in this new movie. Marvel has not confirmed any of this, but uh, either way, the movie is scheduled to shoot this fall in Atlanta. Apple TV has added Keegan-Michael Key, Alan Cumming, Fred Armisen, and Kristen Chenoweth to their untitled musical comedy series starring Cecily Strong. It looks like Cecily and Keegan will be the leads, playing a married couple who stumble into a magical town on a backpacking trip where everyone lives like it's a musical from the 1940s. That one comes from the creators of Despicable Me. And now in a hodgepodge of TV news, that's the industry term for it, right? Guy Ritchie is going to write and direct a TV series version of his movie, The Gentleman, for Miramax, although an ultimate and probably uh, streaming home for it is TBD. That's according to Deadline. Rob Reiner is bringing back the Castle Rock banner at Warner Brothers, along with his wife, Michelle. Well, she's not being brought back. I mean, she's always been around. They signed a multi-year production deal, also according to Deadline. Tony and Grammy winner Renee Elise Goldsberry from Hamilton is joining Sarah Bareilles for the Tina Fey, Robert Carlock-produced 1990s girl group reunion show, Girls 5 Eva at Peacock. NBA star Blake Griffin is going to host a prank show at True TV called Double Cross with Blake Griffin. That'll debut next year. And a couple of renewals. Netflix has renewed their animated series F is for Family for a fifth and final season. And Billions was renewed for a sixth season at Showtime, with Corey Stoll joining as a full cast member, although they still have to finish out the fifth season, since they only got seven episodes done back in the spring. One note in the executive suite, uh, former WME agent George Freeman, who I guess uh, abruptly left the agency back in June after one of those uh, send-to-all email mishaps, has uh, landed at Brillstein. Some of the clients joining him there are Russell Crowe, Dennis Quaid, Brian Fuller, and Florence Pugh, among others, according to Deadline. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. 
with layoffs at the new company formed by Variety and The Hollywood Reporter, Google writing a $1 billion check to news organizations. That isn't quite as impressive when you break it down. Plus, a look at your weekend entertainment options. And of course, today's pop quiz. And let's make some millennials feel old today. Uh, What year did the first Borat movie hit theaters? And what dominant digital media platform launched in the same year? The answer after I tell you about a fun thing to do this month with the New York City Brewers Guild. So obviously, fun events have been uh, challenged this year, and finding new fun things to do at home at this point may also be getting a bit uh, challenging. So I'm going to tell you a fun thing that the New York City Brewers Guild is doing that you can enjoy across 31 states. It's their annual Blocktoberfest. New York City now has about 40 breweries across the five boroughs, and the Guild has assembled various 12 packs of beers, all brewed right here in the city to check out. The 12 packs have a variety of beer styles you can taste through, and these are beers you can pretty much only get in New York. But go to nycbrewed.com, pick out whatever 12-pack or case looks good, and they ship to 31 states, including, as I said, California, but also New Jersey, Colorado, Texas, uh, hell, even North Dakota, in case they ever get a listener there. And all the proceeds go to benefit the nonprofit guild. And yes, all of this beer has alcohol in it. The cans are all 16 ounces, so you and your significant other, if you have one, can explore different beers together. Or drink them by yourself, doesn't really matter. That link to order is right there in the episode notes. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. The original Borat hit theaters 14 years ago, back in 2006, which is also the year that YouTube launched if you want to feel really old. And don't worry, millennials, that creak in your bones is perfectly normal. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. PMRC, the company created by the merger of Variety and The Hollywood Reporter, among other publications, uh, they announced that they're laying off 50 of the 250 people who were coming over from The Hollywood Reporter side of the company. That's according to Deadline, who is also part of the company uh, somehow. Although to note, none of the layoffs are in the editorial group. It's mostly folks in various infrastructure and back office positions. Google announced that they're going to cut a $1 billion check spread out over three years to uh, news publishers around the world in exchange for the rights to feature their stories on the Google News Showcase product, which is only launching in Brazil and Germany to start. And as far as I can tell, it does not include any U.S. companies. But over 200 news organizations in the U.K., Canada, Australia, and of course Germany and Brazil have already signed up, which uh, if this endeavor hits about 300 companies, which is not out of the question, it would mean about $1 million a year on average for each. So a big headline, but not exactly saving the news business here. And now the FSS feed, a look at the new entertainment options to enjoy in the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday ahead. If you want to head out to a movie theater, for some reason, uh, Apple is releasing their new Sofia Coppola movie, On the Rocks, in some theaters, although that one comes to Apple TV Plus in three weeks. Amazon Prime has the next Savage X Fenty fashion show from Rihanna. That includes performances from Travis Scott and Miguel, among others. Over at Netflix, they have 10 episodes of the Darren Star show, Emily in Paris, which was previously slated for the Paramount Network before, well, you know what's up there. It features Lily Collins playing a 20-something social media executive for a luxury fashion brand who has to move from Chicago to Paris for her job, where hopefully she finally catches a break in life. 
Over on the TV, Cinemax premieres season two of their series from the mind of Bruce Lee, Warrior, at 10 p.m., which I've already seen. I know some people, and uh, it's pretty great. And just a reminder, I'll be posting an interview with the show's creator, Jonathan Tropper, who was also behind the awesome show Banshee on Cinemax, and he's also currently showrunning season two of the Jason Momoa Apple TV series, C, which is soon to go back into production in Canada, so we'll have a chat about that too, as well as Jonathan's upcoming film for Ryan Reynolds. So check that out this weekend. It should be up later this afternoon. Game 2 of the NBA Finals is tonight on ABC, where they hope to find more people than they did for Game 1. That one set an all-time ratings low for the NBA Finals with 7.4 million viewers. Elsewhere in sports, the French Open continues on the Tennis Channel, Peacock, and NBC all weekend. Tomorrow night, it's all about the season premiere of SNL with Chris Rock and Megan Thee Stallion, and of course, Jim Carrey and Maya Rudolph. On Sunday night, AMC premieres a new anthology show called Soulmates at 10 p.m. Don't know too much about that one. And Showtime has two premieres, The Good Lord Bird at 9 p.m. That one is a seven-episode limited series focusing on abolitionist John Brown, played by Ethan Hawke. And it's followed by a five-part docuseries called The Comedy Store at 10 p.m. That's from writer, director, and comedian Mike Binder, and dives into the story of the famous L.A. Comedy Club. And ABC has kind of an early season premiere for Blackish. They have two back-to-back episodes that are both voting-themed, and one of them is animated. That one will also feature Stacey Abrams and Deezus Zamero. Those air at 10 p.m. following Game 3 of the NBA Finals, which starts at 7.30 on Sunday. The cast of Veep is also doing a virtual reunion on Sunday. That one's a fundraiser for the Democratic Party of Wisconsin, and kicks off at 7 p.m. The link to stream is in the episode notes. And as always, if you find the podcast of value, uh, please name drop it in conversation. I'm pretty sure it's the first time whoever you tell will have heard of it, but the word of mouth on this has been very great and very helpful. So many thanks to those of you who have done so thus far, and those who haven't, uh, come on, this thing's free. And let's end out the week with a couple of congrats. Nicki Minaj and husband Kenneth Petty welcomed their baby this week. And Donald Glover revealed in GQ that he and his partner, Michelle White, welcomed their third son this summer. So congrats to both couples and uh, have a good weekend, everybody. I'll see you on Monday. I'm so happy.